Welcome to the Stone Industry Podcast. Whether you're an experienced agent, new to the industry, a property manager or principal, join us in conversations with fellow industry peers. Stone Industry Conversations will bring you content to inspire and inform you on your journey in real estate. Well, thanks for joining us. Today, uh, our special guest is none other than Philip Chalimi, Principal of Stone Cooperoo, our newest office in Brisbane, Australia, of course. G'day, Phil. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Pete. It's good to chat. Yeah, you too, mate. Um, look, we're in January. It's uh, 2021, of course. Uh, I just wanted to speak to you today a little bit about um, building successful businesses. Now, you've done that in real estate. You started as a sales agent, built a very successful career in Hope Island down on the Gold Coast, uh, then began your own business, and you grew very, very successfully and quickly over a couple-year of period to around about um, 30 people. So starting Stone up in Cooparoo with the previous experience behind you, Phil, I guess I wanted to just ask you, uh, what's the vision for the business? Where, where are you off to and, and what sort of people are you attracting and what do you want to build? Um, yeah, mate, definitely exciting times. It's obviously interesting times with um, you know, the market we're in and all those sorts of things, but but exciting too. I think it's a really great opportunity at the moment in, in a lot of markets in Australia. And um, yeah, look, we just, you know, everybody says it, but we just want to attract really good people, um, work with people who, who, you know, have similar values to, you know, to myself and, and also the other people within, you know, the Stone Group as well. So, yeah, the vision is, you know, our focus at this point um, is, is on the South Brisbane market, sort of Cooparoo and the surrounding suburbs. And, um, yes, yeah, it's, it's a terrific market. There's some great agents in there. It's, it's a new and exciting challenge for me, um, being a new market moving up, obviously, from, uh, from the Northern Gold Coast to the South Brisbane market. But, yeah, something I'm really excited about taking on. Look, I think it's terrific uh, opportunity up there. New brand. The brand is clean and fresh. It's certainly got no baggage. Um, and it offers a real alternative for agents who might be working for staid brands or stale brands or, or brands that might have been tainted. And while uh, I'm certainly not here to denigrate any other brands or, or agents, what is it that, that Phil Chalimi and the new business here, even though Stone is an existing and well-established brand, certainly in New South Wales and Victoria, and also in Queensland over the last couple of years, what can you offer an agent if I was to join your team? We, let's assume that I'm, I'm, I'm an existing agent to start with. Yeah, so I talk about brand group you. So for me, you know, firstly is, is what does the brand offer typically? Um, and then as a group or, or an individual business or, or collective of businesses within a group, what does that offer? And then, you know, what do you personally offer? So I think they're the three things that typical agents will, will sort of work their way through. Now, brand-wise for me, you know, it, uh, in some ways a brand is a brand. Um, there is some fundamental differences between them, but a, a lot of the franchise groups and, and even the smaller groups do a lot of things similarly. Um, what attracted me particularly with Stone was I, I call it small big. So the the brand is is small enough and new enough and fresh enough that it allows a lot of that sort of entrepreneurial spirit and flexibility, which I think is really attractive to agents. I think you know being an agent previously, um, you want to feel like you're running your own business. And I find a lot of agents, you know, at, at different levels have um, had their own ideas and things like that. And I feel like Stone as a brand allowed us that that flexibility to be entrepreneurial and you know, do things our own way and be authentic. Um, it wasn't, you know, being part of brands previously that were, you know, you really had to conform um, to a lot of different things and fit within a box, which, you know, gives some good framework, can also be frustrating both for business owners and, mm. and agents. So that's, that's certainly what attracted me from a brand perspective. And um, individually, I guess, you know, I'm pretty clear on, on what sort of, um, you know, environment we, we want to create. Um, I, I'm comfortable that we 
offer something that is a little bit different to, to you know, traditional sort of franchise businesses. Um, as I say, the framework and training and, you know, the typical stuff is there. But again, it is, I think, coming back to that individual approach, um, you know, allowing that entrepreneurial spirit, allowing people to be authentic and be themselves, set their own goals, run their business how they want to run it, and then have, you know, terrific support around them, both within the office and then within the organisation. So rather than a, a sort of top-down kind of mandate of, hey, this is how we do it and you have to conform. Yep. So from a brand point of view, obviously, you know, digital pre-list, digital listing tools, you know, shared database, uh, good reporting structures, regular training, webinar, face-to-face, etc. Obviously, the brand does all of that, plus brand marketing, brand awareness on social, etc. But from an individual point of view, Phil Chalimi, as the principal of the office and as a very successful agent, um, your mentorship, your support, your leadership, you know, what are you offering, for example, me? If I join from another brand, I'm, I'm doing, you know, two, three, four hundred thousand in GCI every year. How confident are you of getting me to the next level if I want to get there? And what support do you personally or can you offer me? Yeah, and, you know, I guess that's the, that's the key question, isn't it, for every agent is, is mm. you know, to move a brand or move an office is, is a big decision. And, and I think you hit the nail on the head exactly. It's, it's literally, you know, I am here and I want to be there. Is this the right platform for me to be able to do that? And and for me, I guess I'm in a little bit of a unique position in that um, I'm a non-selling principal, always have been. Um, and, and that's, I guess, a little bit of a rarity in the marketplace. Um, we also, we don't have like multiple stakeholders within our business. So pretty much my day, my life, my business is very, very simple for me. I wake up every day and my only goal is to help our agents um, achieve their goals, essentially. You know, we're not competing um, you know, as I say, what, what excites me is helping people grow. So it's understanding what their goals are, helping them unlock what's going to get them from where they are to where they would like to be. And then I just spend every single day of my life pretty much dedicated to helping them achieve that goal. So I guess that's a little bit unique in the in the um, environment where there is a lot of selling principles or multiple stakeholders or multiple directors within a business. It can feel a little bit like the agents potentially are competing within their own organisation. So that's probably one one key point of difference, I feel like, um, that, that we can bring to the table. I, I think definitely. Look, I mean, competing principles is an enormous factor in this industry and sometimes agents are in offices, they join an office and they don't really know how, how much they'll be competing with the principal for listings that come from property management or just walk in the door or, or come from call-ins. But your experience as an agent, Phil, um, you're offering support, if I need it, at listing appointments, at you know, with vendor management, with buyer management, with negotiation, all those things? Yeah, absolutely. Well, essentially, that is that is my core role. So as I say, my, my whole day really is just dedicated to helping agents win business and achieve their goals. So, you know, whatever that looks like, um, I spend a lot of time sort of studying, you know, markets and nuances within markets. I like to really understand um, agents within my business that, you know, what makes their business, you know, what are their strengths and, you know, how can we tweak and help them in their business grow? Like, you know, previously I, I've had agents that have been writing consistent numbers over a long period of time, joined our business and then tripled and, and people would ask the question, they sort of say, well, you know, what did you do, you know, to help them triple? And, and ultimately, you know, 90% of obviously that's on the agent themselves in terms of achieving that. But it was really just a series of small changes that made huge differences. Um, but I think because I can solely focus every day on those changes and work with that agent on their strengths or their market or seeing gaps in the market and helping them, you know, when needed to, to win business, you know, I think it's really powerful if the, you know, if the director of the business can call a client or sit in on a meeting or, or offer a, you know, a third party opinion or, um, 
you know, on a certain situation, it can certainly help agents sort of win more business or, or close more deals or, or save more deals. So, yeah, it definitely has been a help in that regard. It sure does. It's an enormous help. When you, when you don't have a non-competing principal as, as you are um, and you're there to help your team, uh, you know, 24-7 really, and I know you and I have got a long history, obviously, and I know how much you do look at uh, social media platforms and you do look at competing agents' marketing um, and how much you do get involved with vendors and buyers, really. I mean, I've seen that firsthand over over probably the last eight or nine years that I've, that I've known you, Phil. Um, it can really make a big difference. And if an agent wants to go, you know, increase their business 50%, 100%, these are the things that you can get involved with, right? advise them and help them with your own personal experience as to what sort of personal marketing might get their phones to ring more, might increase the volume of market appraisals. Um, and then obviously when they're, when they're getting that, that flow on, you're always looking forward, right? As a principal, you're looking at uh, how the business might look in their business, individual business might look in two months, three months, four months, dependent on the volume of appraisals that they've done uh, and, and the number of listings, their GCI, their average fee, these are things that many agents, in fact, I was interviewing a great agent yesterday um, and she's doing $800,000. She didn't know that she was actually on track to do 800000 this year. Each year she does, you know, six to eight in, in that vicinity, but she looks like she's having a record year. Her principal actually stepped in during during this chat because they're, they're all moving over to Stone and he said, look, she doesn't really keep a track of that. How common is that for an agent not to understand their own numbers and, and how you know, what opportunity does that present to you as, as a principal or leader to help that agent get to the next level? Yeah, it's critically important. And that's the, they're the little tweaks, you know, the, the agents in the game day to day and, you know, they're having the conversations and they're out there trying to win business and, and close those deals. So sometimes those little nuances in markets or marketing or, you know, dialogue or approach or all those little things can just slip a little bit. I, I sort of liken it. You know, the thing that attracted me to this industry in the first place was, you know, you know, my background's in professional sport. And if we look at professional sport, it's, to me, the most similar thing. Um, real estate is the most similar thing to professional sport that I've ever come across in the business world. And, you know, if we look at professional sport, everybody's good. You know, everybody's goal-driven. Everybody's focused. Everybody's doing their best. Everybody's talented. Um, but there's still a fairly wide disparity between, you know, the elite and, and the lower performers in terms of professional sport, and yet they still have, you know, nutritionists and rehab people and coaches and just somebody who's external to the game itself looking in to, to find, you know, those little 1% here, 1% there that, you know, in professional sport, 1% doesn't make a 1% difference. It can be a 30% difference, and I think what we do is very, very similar. You know, we can make small changes, that have a huge impact. And I think the second part of that is, mate, that, you know, I'm just hugely passionate about people and, and helping people grow personally and professionally. So I would talk about, a you know, an inner core and an outer core, you know, on the inside is negotiation and listing and all the fundamental acts of real estate. But in that outer core, you know, we have things like, you know, family and balancing health and yeah. wealth and, um, you know, managing your time and, you know, all of the other things that come into making up life outside of real estate. And a big part of my job, you know, is also helping our team manage, you know, the highs and lows of those parts of, of things because we know if we get them right, the inner core, you know, of, of the fundamental acts of real estate are going to be an awful lot easier to, to achieve. Look, 100%. I couldn't agree with what you said more. You did hit the nail on the head. Now, if you're a new agent and you're just starting out, you don't know what you don't know. But having, look, the interview process is as much about the interviewee interviewing you, right? 
is this the right place for me to work? But if you don't know those things, you could very easily wind up in an office where the principal's very busy listing and selling. Everyone talks a good game. You'll get this, you'll get that, blah, blah, blah. You wind up in the office, you get some business cards, a desk and a computer if you're lucky, and at C at the sales meeting next Tuesday at 8.30. But what you're saying is you're offering hands-on support um, in the outer realm. How's family? How's health? How's diet? How's your wealth creation? How's your time management? Have you booked in your holidays for the year? And, and you get hands-on with that to help them bring in external consultants if necessary. But the day-to-day real estate, list, sell, and find real estate is something the agent largely in other organisations is left on their own to do. But you get involved here. You get involved, you help them with their personal marketing, you help them with dialogue, you do internal training sessions uh, weekly, if not more frequently with newer people, um, because it's in your best interest that they do really well. So I think you've you've really addressed a key point here. Culturally, what sort of stuff uh, you know have you done in previous businesses, Phil? What makes it a fun office? Yeah, I think I'm a big one for authenticity. I, I really love an environment where people are free to be themselves, and and obviously there's you know frameworks within that. We have you know certain expectation. My thing is you know as long as they're good people and they're kind to each other and they operate with integrity and and follow you know the basic guidelines of of what we would expect that individually they have the opportunity to, to be authentic, run their business their way, set their own goals. You know, I, I had, you know, reasonable success with a group of people that, you know, they didn't want to be one and two million dollar agents. You know, they maybe had young children or, you know, they didn't want to work, you know, significantly long hours, but they still were very aspirational around the goals they specifically wanted to achieve within the time frames or, or, you know, opportunities that they had in front of them. So I'm really passionate about understanding what an individual's goal is rather than me saying, hey, you need to be a million dollar agent, you know, it, it might look like, it might look different for them, but understanding what that goal is. And then as I say, trying to build a plan that matches up with who they are, their strengths, market, what those goals are, then putting that plan in place. And then that's the stuff, you know, that makes me launch out of bed in the morning is, is going, you know, starting that journey firstly, and then seeing the progress on it. You know, really my whole, my whole life really has been spent around you know, learning and growth and human performance. It's how, how can we go from where we are to where we'd like to be. So to help others do that every day, mate, that's, yeah, as I say, that, that is my only role in the business, essentially. Um, so, you know, I can focus on it and, and that's what I get the most joy out of. I reckon that's fantastic, mate. I mean, your background is professional motocross riding. Um, so you have been surrounded by elite athletes. You've had all the support uh, around you with, with family, friends and professional team members as well. So you absolutely know what it takes You've got a track record in real estate as a very successful seven-figure agent and then as a principal, growing a team to, to about 30 people uh, very quickly and turning a lot of those agents from, you know, three, four, five hundred thousand dollars agents into a million, million and a half, two million dollar agents. So, um, mate, I wish you all the success in the world. I don't think you're going to need uh, my good wishes to, to succeed up there in Cooparoo and in the Brisbane market, but we'll certainly watch your star rise again, Phil, under the Stone brand. Wish you every success and thank you very much for being a part of the podcast today. Thanks, Pete. Super excited. We got some great people around us too, which is which is really important. You know, I can't do all of all of those things on my own. I'm focusing on what I need to do, and but we've got a great group of people within the organisation as well, and that's critical. You know, we've got a really good, solid group of people, and looking to bring in some great people to join that. And I think we can do some really cool things together. So it's an exciting time. I think it is too, mate. And I mean, important to note as well that Scott Kelly, who who's a director of operations up there in Queensland, Four Stone, is a Queenslander. Um, he's a very he's a very proud Queenslander, and again, that's one of the separation points. You know, to have somebody from the state, from the city, working there and having you know daily 
contact really with you and the officers and the people involved is really important. So I think all in all, the mix is very, very good and uh, we look forward to a very successful 2021 with you on board, buddy. Super excited, mate. Thanks for having me. See you soon. Bye. Thank you for joining us on the Stone Real Estate Industry Podcast. To learn more about us, be sure to visit us at stonerealestate.com.au. Now, if you haven't done so already, make sure you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or your favourite podcast player so you don't miss out on any future conversations with industry peers. While you're at it, if you found value in the podcast and the conversations on today's show, we'd appreciate our ratings on iTunes or simply make sure you tell a friend about the conversation we had. Be sure to join us on our next episode with more information to inform and inspire you. Bye for now.